Oscar Wants a Sausage, February 2010. Matthew Henderson and Owen Marshall present. Okay? Alright. Happy New Year, guys. I know we're a month into the new year, but we are back. Uh, this is a recording. Uh, we, I've got a new uh, audio recording device for podcasting. So, yay for us. This is my Christmas present to myself. <laughs> it's just a bit easier than setting up the whole yeah, computer and all that. that. Yeah. You know, so we're streaming, we're streamlining, line, streamlining, we're streamlining things, gents, the production, and ladies and gents out there on the internet. All right, we're podcasting. So, go. Happy Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's. Today's Valentine's Day. So, you've just dated the. Right. podcast okay. so well, if it takes me two months to get this out then you know <laughs> we, didn't say that, we didn't say what year it was though yeah, yeah. <laughs> valentine's day 2011 no yeah. i said it was 2010 it's a new year it's a new decade that's true yeah what was what was the best thing about the last decade for you matt uh, uh drinking drinking <laughs> yeah because I was 18, I turned 18 in 2000 so this, oh, this is a, my decade of a beautiful of le- legal alcoholism alcoholism uh, is that how alcoholism i suppose it should be shouldn't it yeah yeah no so 10 years of uh my <laughs> i had my anniversary <laughs> i'll have my 10 year anniversary of drinking on the 29th of may this year so I'll well legal drinking shall we legal say legal drinking yeah yeah, yeah. i did get pretty shit faced when i was younger <laughs> but um on occasion obviously well did i tell you that i did um sober ja- well i attempted sober january yeah 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 well uh, I, do, do you not remember the the su- support I offered you. Oh yeah, that, that did kind of help. Yeah. I think I can't remember if I did have a drink that. Basically, I failed. At, uh, Matt here has done sober January for the past three years. Is it? Yeah. Didn't do it this year. Not but, this year, mate. And so I just thought I'd give it a go. You know, I I I do think I drink too much, and I'm actually trying to uh, achieve some of my goals, my dreams, my filmmaking aspirations this year. And so my motto for this year is um, more filmmaking, less drinking. Uh, and so far, I haven't actually made a film, but I have had a drink or two. <laughs> drinking one, filmmaking nil. <laughs> <laughs> but I'll keep you up to date on yeah, that one. We'll, we'll keep a running tally. <laughs> right. um, but yeah, I lasted uh, nine days. Nine days That's of sobriety. You know, sobriety? Sobriety, yeah. You've got to break it down into bite-sized chunks, you know. Every every, every minute, every hour, every day, just every week, you know, and then you just, you know, it gets easier. So, shall I start from Valentine's Day now? No, because we're going to go drinking next weekend. <laughs> oh, right, yeah. So, after next weekend. We'll Matt, go. Matt, do you want to tell the listeners why we're going drinking next weekend? We're going drinking next weekend because uh, I can't remember when we last did the show, but it was a fair while ago now. It was last year, man. I don't even think we So did. 2009. <laughs> we didn't even do one in December, I don't think. I don't even think we... We did like the anniversary. We did like an anniversary show because we did our one year in uh, October time. So we must have done... We we did do one then. Yeah. I can't remember. I'm losing track of time because of, you know, Christmas and... Anyway, anyway. So I've just been uh, in India for three weeks. And um, when I was over there, I proposed to Jen, my girlfriend of nine years. She graciously accepted my proposal, and we're now engaged. So, we'll be marrying uh, next year sometime. Well, 
Uh, on behalf of uh, the listeners of Oscar Wants Sausage, I might as well just say congratulations. Thank you. Well, I, I was anticipating a stream of emails, um, contact from the audience. So, you know, I, I'm just, I'm just glad that you managed to fit it in. You know, you were, you were on a research trip for Oscar Wants Sausage podcast, looking for material out yeah, in India, yeah, yeah. and you know, you, you managed to fit in. You know, proposing know. to your girlfriend. You know, I'm, I'm glad that you know you you sort of got this level of commitment to the sausage, and then you know you still make time for your sort of personal yeah, life yeah, a yeah, bit. Of course. You, you mean, know, it's, it's give and take. You know, so you, you yeah. have to say. Obviously, I, we're doing the show. You know, it takes so much of my time that I've had to put Jen on the back burner a little bit sometimes. You know, and say, look, I'm sorry. Yeah. The sausage comes first. Um, so it was nice reward that out of the three weeks we're out there, you know, I dedicated at least. Uh, one day uh, to which we could sort of um, work on our relationship and you know come to the agreement of obviously that we're gonna well I, I asked the question and you know obviously we were, were then fiancéed not that we neither of us like the word fiancé though so don't use it it's but a bit unusual isn't it like is fiancé fiancé sounds like a sort of well it sounds like Beyonce for one thing <laughs> <laughs> yeah okay so uh, say what you see, yeah. say what you see. <laughs> but it sounds quite feminine yeah, I guess it does. Yeah, and um, so is there not like a more masculine word for the for the, you know, potential yeah, husband I man? I guess engaged. You know, see the thing is, my, my kind of level, my she's your fiance. She's my fiance. Yeah, and I'm her uh, fiance. That's see, seems like you need uh, you need a you know like a in more France. Word. Don't the French have like masculine and feminine words for fucking everything? Well, no, not no. It's not quite as. Uh, difference that they have um they change the end of the word to make it masculine or, f- or feminine so it has a yeah you know, it's it's the same word but well, it has we a need to invent something for it's a masculine like le, fiance it's, um le and la so it's, oh yeah, um, yeah that was it le yeah. would be female i oh, know la is female i think and le is male so depending on you know the context yeah but, but you can't say he's my engaged no no but you can say uh, uh i'm my boyfriend and i are engaged or um I am engaged to be married, so you don't need to. What my 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 principal issue with fiance is that um, it implies kind of ownership, you know. In, in to the same extent, I don't really like saying, you know, my girlfriend, my girlfriend, because yeah. I'd kind of she's she's not, her own person. She's her own person. We're in a relationship, you know. It's not that you know I don't have ownership of her. She she's independent. We but we happen to, uh, but we're in a relationship together. Um, so when people say. You know, whenever I meet new people, and you, you kind of—it's unavoidable to begin with. You kind of say, "Yeah, I've got a girlfriend." You know, it's this, but yeah. I always just refer to her by name, like that. You know, like at work, for example, um, a new guy started uh, beginning of um, January, and yeah, I've got a girlfriend. Her name is Jen, and then pretty much ever since then, I've referred to her as Jen, and everyone knows who Jen is. So I don't need to. Yeah. The ownership thing is kind of for me is I've always tried to avoid it just because I don't. I know I don't like it particularly. Um, again, and fiance is a a poncier sort of word. It's of fucking ownerships. Yeah, and then again. it's go. Like, she's my fiance. Yeah. You know, I don't. You know, we're engaged, but we're not. Well, I'll, I'll tell you. I'll tell you another example then. Uh, wh- what do you think about this, right? Uh, listeners, we've got some news, right? Uh, as you know, well, if you listen to the show at all, you know, you might know that it's called Oscar Wants Sausage because. I had a bulldog which uh, was put down in uh, summer of 2008 due to health problems. His name was Oscar. Well, my parents have just bought uh, a new bulldog puppy and his name is Archie. And 
Archie is my dog. What do you think about that? He's his own man, but I refer to him sometimes as my dog because you can't because people are like, "Who's Archie? Was he some guy?" You know, no, he's my dog. But yeah, I yeah, it's difficult. This is what you're saying. You you have to kind of like. I don't um, like the fact that he has to wear a collar because you know that's like. You know, he should be his own man. Yeah. My brother used to get really wound up about that with Oscar. He always used to take his collar off because he thought he looked stupid in it. Yeah. You know, it's like people who put clothes on dogs, man. When I was in uh, India, I saw a um, dog with a polo shirt on. Oh, man. Like, it's just, <laughs> just take it off. And it's just a stray. No, no, it wasn't like owned by anyone. It's just like <laughs> a stray dog. So some poor, that poor fucker's just had someone come up to him and go, ah, put a clothes on him. Yeah. All right, we'll just leave him now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, got He's never going to be able to take that off. No, no. Yeah. My favourite TV show character now is a dog, right? Family guy, Brian. Yeah. Right? He doesn't wear clothes. No, no. And he talks. Yeah. I'm not <laughs> so sure the there's much of a point there. Well, so does the baby, but no. the baby wears clothes because he's human, right? Right. This is going nowhere. I don't think, um, you know, we're, we're, we're going down the right track here, but... In terms of ownership of a dog, I think there's a subtle difference in... Um, <laughs> Are you saying a relationship is not like owning a dog? Yeah. Is that what you're about uh, to say? No, no, I wasn't actually, but I guess you could argue that point. It's like, well, you know, but when you are... Um, when you purchase something, so you've actually paid money or you then take on the responsibility of that... To buy a dog. Y- yeah, or or a car for example you know it becomes your car you own that um it's a dependent on you to function yeah yeah um so in the way that archie uh, is a domesticated pet so therefore he needs to be looked after as opposed to um you're allowing him to free roam and you happen to see him every now and again do you see what i mean yeah, so with yeah. a, with in a, when you're in a relationship you know gens of her own volition to get up and go and do what she wants and you know so there there's there's she's not dependent on me to make a decision that um you know keeps her daily life occupied whereas archie is obviously dependent on you yeah. and your parents to feed him and take him for walks and things like that and the nature of domesticated animals sort of detect, dictates that they do become like a possession yeah um, shame really it is a shame it is a shame and one like thinking shame dogs can't talk well you know they they, they can though you know in, in the sense well they can communicate they a bit, can communicate but, but it's a shame you just can't just have a chat yeah, yeah Archie yeah. watches TV that's <laughs> a weird thing Oscar would never watch TV but Archie watches telly Does he like, what film what's his favourite film I don't know he just watches like EastEnders like? and Hollyoaks and shit like that they should give him some highbrow Highbrow entertainment. Yeah, I know. I should really stick Blade soaps? Runner on for him. Oh, fucking hell! Why give him give him an action film or something. <laughs> he, yeah, um, he needs something with noise in it. But like, like he he's just like he's a lot more like I know he's a puppy and he's high energy and stuff. But like he's a lot more on the ball than than Oscar really yeah. was. Oscar was into chilling out and fucking sleeping and just you know just being being around yeah, you know and yeah. sunbathing and stuff like that. Yeah. Archie is like fucking full on he likes biting chewing things toys yeah he he instantly saw his own reflection and didn't like it and <laughs> barks at his own reflection yeah. you know he's there's something a little bit stupid about that and obviously i know that how's um, he gonna work out that that's him yeah like it's like dogs who chase their own tails i i always feel sorry for that dog because it must be thick 
know what I mean? Like, like, how can he not realise that's his own fucking tail? Yeah. Um, it's like it'd be like me just turning around in a circle trying to see the back of my head. Uh, you know, I, I obviously am consciously aware that it's an impossibility that I can do that without a you know, Why can't a dog work that out? Why can't a dog work out that, yes, he looks around and it's his own arse and tail he's looking at, so what's the point in trying to bite it? And if, what, what's a dog going to do if he catches its own tail? It's just going to hurt himself. Yeah. It's going to bite his own tail and think, oh, shit, that hurts. I'm not going to bite that again. But then they still do it the next day. And I thought, I don't know. And dogs that bark at their own reflection, um, do they not realise there's a, like a symmetry in a barking at themselves? So are they, they're barking two dogs who look identical barking at the same time? I, you know, I don't know. Whole, whole load of questions It's a fucking there. minefield. No it's an absolute minefield. You so, know? so, right, apart from getting engaged, what was yeah. the highlight of this um, this place called India? Uh, this is really annoying. My microphone keeps slipping like this. Uh, we need to tie it up, do it up properly. Do it up properly, all right? Mm. Anyway, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I know, really. It was kind of like... It's a, a real mixture of societies and cultures and, you know, th- I think just kind of like experiencing every different every place was different you know even though you're in the same region and you know city is a city but um it, they're all different they all had different um like ways of life i guess what are the toilets like uh toilets generally speaking were uh, western in the hotels nothing unusual about the sort of bowl shape well no no not not an awful lot there, there was one the major thing difference would be that um, every toilet was like a shower room. So it's like a big splash room, basically. Um, so you go and you have a shower, you're soaking the toilet, and then if you, uh, you know, you're then shitting there and yeah, you might yeah. be having a shower. I quite, so I quite like that. So, well, yeah. I, mean, you know, you could, I know you, you shouldn't associate this shitting with the cleaning, but I like the idea that you could just well, yeah, well, you have are, a shit you're, and You're cleansing your body of waste, so, you know, you, you, you could uh, argue that there was a connection there. Yeah. But, uh, but it was kind of strange because, like, you'd have things in there, like toilet paper, and if you weren't careful, you put the shower on, and you're showering, you're washing you away. Wet and the you wet the toilet paper. The toilet paper's soaked because everything gets wet. Yeah. And also because Indians don't use toilet paper, you have to be careful. Sometimes you can't flush it, so there's a bin, so you've got the bin full of shitty paper and then also um, there's they don't use they wash their asses with water after taking a dump so there's always a hose next to the toilet and then it's just got a little um, you know uh, trigger on it and the hose down and you just fucking hose your ass and then um, so were you using the hose no we we basically took some toilet roll with us because we kind of anticipated it and I think because we're so used to like as westerners washing it was just a force of habit just to you know wipe and drop whereas obviously if you're supposed to put it in the bin I don't know but so you you didn't think oh you know intercultural experience I must I've got to hose it down once I did hose it down yeah first time obviously it's just for the novelty and, and what was the sort of sensation what was your review sort of? well it was kind of um, difficult because I didn't know how close to go yeah, yeah, yeah. Because the thing was, I thought Splashback, if, I, if I go from a distance, I'm going to basically soak my entire ass. Right. And then, you know, then I've got to dry myself. And the problem is, if you then, obviously, when we got on a few trains and things, and uh, if you use those facilities on a train, and you've got nothing around you to really, there's no towels or anything. Like, if it hasn't got toilet paper in it, you've got no yeah, way of drying yourself. I just got just wet your trousers ass, up. Yeah, yeah. And then you've got a soaking wet pair of trousers. So uh, I only really did it in Mumbai when it was in a hotel because, you know, we got there, we arrived, and um, I, I kind of went to the toilet and I thought, 
oh, okay, you know, let's let's give this a go. Um, but I think I might have got a little bit close because I was trying to sort of just, you know, but go, blast. Go, go gentle. But as soon as you press that trigger, man, that water's coming out pretty fast. And you went, oh. Yeah, it was just like, oh, hang on a minute. It's just, you know, what am I doing, a colonic or something? Um, yeah, it was kind of a bit odd. But the other thing is if when you go to a toilet that an Indian's just used, the seats all wet because they just wash their asses and... Oh, and it's no. funny because they have little um, customs where they, they, they only wash their ass with their left hand. So therefore, d- doing things with your left hand becomes an insult because it's like saying, you know, if you hand this over... This is your ass hand. Yeah, if you hand over money to an Indian with your left hand in a shop, for example, you're giving them shitty money. Or if you, um, when you're eating food, because a lot of them don't use cutlery, um, you eat always with your right hand because you don't want to get your shitty fingers on your food so there's quite a kind yeah. of distinction but over here when we just you know we're ambidextrous in a sense that we've got no um issue with what hand we use for things yeah yeah it's fine but when you you, f- you forget that when you're over there and you're just doing things with, with your left hand or you know whatever so if you're getting hassled to get in a, a rickshaw for example and you're walking down the road show them your left hand if i wait well, if i've got my bottle of water in my right hand i don't think you know i'm gonna swap over and say no in my right hand because you just kind of like wave them off um so i'm just giving them like essentially the left hand the fuck off you know yeah so it's weird but talk to the hand because i just wipe my ass with yeah, it yeah yeah talk to the hand because it stinks of shit <laughs> but uh yeah so it's yeah it's strange but one thing like actually talking about um like domesticated animals it was obviously india's um predominantly hindu and they respect all you know living creatures and things like that so and they worship the cow uh, as a as a holy creature. Um, and I was chatting to this um, uh, Hindu guy in one of the temples, and he was saying that what what they do is they, they use the cows and they work the cows and their farmers and things when they're young and healthy. But when they get to a certain age or they you know becoming a little bit more um, unable to perform the tasks, they just release them, and then they can roam around the city until they die of a natural death. Yeah. Um, so all around the whole Varanasi, which is um, one of the holiest Hindu cities in India, where they burn the dead in the gan- in the river, um, was just full of cows just wandering around, and just doing their own Amazing. thing. And and the thing is, like, uh, if they it sounds like a Pixar movie waiting to happen. Well, yeah, but when they walk past one, they like they touch like the rump of a cow because it gives them good luck. When a cow um, shits, they collect its dung, they dry it, and then they use it as fuel. Um, so that like the cow gives all these things, these these life giving kind of things to them. Yeah. So they're so respected that you know the only thing an Indian will get out of the way of is a cow. Y- if you're d- driving down the street and there's a cow in the middle of the road, they will slow down and go around it. Anything else, they'll try. If you're walking across the road, they'll pretty much try and mow you down. <laughs> if they're you know it's crazy, the traffic was crazy. Like if if they just cut each other up, pull out in front of each other. They've got reaction speeds of like yeah. racing drivers. Like why there's not more Indian racing drivers, I don't know because they're so like on the ball. On the ball, and it's it's pretty pretty incredible because we're over here and our driving system is so regulated that yeah. it, it, it becomes a mundane activity. Whereas over there, if you were up for it, you could have a right fucking adventure just bombing around a city on a on a bike because yeah. it's kind of constantly whipping in and out here, and they just drive anywhere they can. There's no like order. <laughs> drive down the middle of the road. Drive on the wrong side of the road. Drive into oncoming traffic. You know, so but the only thing that they'll ever actively attempt to avoid is is a cow in the road. 
Don't have a cow, man. Well, <laughs> no. The, um, oh, sorry. The when we were there, I saw a book that w- I think a Western woman had written it, and it was called "Holy Cow: A Year, A Year, Year Adventure in India" or something. Like that. Do they drink a lot of milk? They do, but they don't. Um, like cow's milk is not like readily available. They use a lot of goat's milk and stuff. So you have kind of like curds and you know the feta type of uh, cheeses and stuff. But, um. Yeah, cows are big things over there. Yeah, but it's just interesting to see. Like, obviously, you wouldn't get that here, but um. animals are funny, man. Yeah, yeah, they are. And I've not seen it been anywhere like that when because like, there's loads of strays. There's lots of stray dogs, stray cats. Um, like we saw a um, like went past a vegetable stall, and by stall I mean they put a blanket on the floor, and then well, you know if they're farmers or whatever, they just put all their wares in this blanket and then try and sell it all off and we were walking along they have the i don't know whether they're technically carrots or not but it basically looks like a carrot but it's red um and there was just a mouse sitting on top of this pile of these red carrots eating like nibbling one end of it and like the guy was sitting there you know and this is his produce that he's selling trying to make money from and he was making no moves to get rid of this mouse i'm sitting i took a photo of it i was like amazing <laughs> I saw a mouse in sitting on a fucking box of carrots in Sainsbury's. <laughs> yeah, like imagine the fucking furrow that would start in this country. They have inspectors there. It would be crazy. Just leave him. He's just yeah, he's, a just, fucking yeah, he's carrot, right. what? just eating a carrot and he'll fuck off in a minute. Like, yeah, he'd right. be gone in a minute. Yeah, gone, yeah. <laughs> that's it. That's their attitude. They're like, oh yeah, he's just getting on with it. You know, let the mouse get on with it. Leave him alone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Crazy. So that's been my kind of like, you know, last few weeks. And uh, that's really the story of the new year for me, really, because I went Just in January, mid-January. So, um, you know. Everybody's going to India now. Eh? Danny Boyle goes there to make a film. Yeah. That guy who swears who makes food. Yeah. Well, they did that whole, like Channel 4 did a series of shows, didn't they? Yeah, they did Indian did. Summer Channel 4 telly. And they did uh, like Secret Slum Millionaire or something when they sent an Indian woman as a millionaire. Did you see anybody making any telly or any movies or something? Yeah, yeah, they made a body. They were making a Bollywood film in um, Varanasi on the uh, on the on the Ganges, um, and there was lots of uh, tourists there, obviously with cameras and stuff like that. One one like thing I got pissed off with around there was, um, and I guess it's kind of the thought of because digital cameras have become so cheap and you know available was people who walk like tourists who walk around looking at everything through a camera so they're going around a palace and they've got the camera in front of them they're not looking at anything else yeah, they're just, just looking at the screen and they see like almost to the point of they don't want to see it they just want a photo of it yeah, I, I always think that that people who go on holiday and take holiday snaps all the time and just they it's just it's just collecting evidence that they went there yeah all yeah. they do is they just walk up to, you know, some sort of historic landmark or something, and they stand in front of it and take a picture, and then, and then, then, just, then, just, then they just go and find some pizza yeah, or I, something. Yeah, I, yeah, great. I mean, I mean, obviously, I like taking photos. I've ta- I took loads of photos when I was there. But my attitude is, that you go go somewhere to see it, you know, and then you want to um, experience that and you know take all that in, and then you might want a photo to remember or something particularly interesting that you like. Um, 
but literally people walking around with them in front of the face. And we, we were going in this um, palace and there was, we were going up these stairs and it, all over India there's like little um, like Hindu shrines. So they're, and they're kind of, those small ones, they kind of look like cupboards almost. And in, inside is um, like a figurine of the particular god that, that, that it's a shrine to and then like a plate where they offer food and different bits and pieces. Um, and they're everywhere. They're fucking everywhere. You, you see them, you know, you know, every time you turn the corner. Um, and we were walking up these stairs, and there was just one on these stairs, and it was nothing special, nothing new, and processional tourists walking up there, and they just this woman just like stop, like, snap the camera out, take a photo of it. And I'm like, why do you want a picture of that? You, it's not even the most impressive one you can see in this building, <laughs> and yet you've just stopped in the middle of the stairs when there's oh, people must walking get up that one. You. It's like I must have a snap of that. It's like really, you re- really need to stop and do that? Like no, it's more like well, I've paid to come here, so yeah, yeah, might as well get a picture everywhere, of that. Everywhere, most places as well. Once you get in, you have to pay like an additional fee for your camera as well. Right. So we were going places. We're like, we don't really want to pay a hundred rupees to take a take photo. We just go in to see it. We didn't take a picture. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like we can still. You can see it on it. National G. Well, yeah, no, you just go get on Google Images, type in wherever you went, and get everyone else's photos. That's what it looked like. Funny enough, well, th- th- I'll, tell you, I'll tell you what. Why I used to go. I went through this phase when I go on holiday, when people were posing for a photograph, like other tourists. I would try and take a photograph of them. Like, try and get exactly the same photos. So, like, they were posing for my photograph. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, and what I was hoping to do was, like, put together these sort of holiday snaps. Oh, and then pe- and then people could go, who are these people? And then I'll just go, oh, there's some friends that I made yeah, while I was away. And, you know, this nice little Japanese family. Yeah, they were cool, you know. Yeah. <laughs> was, um, when we were in uh, Jaipur, I... Had sort of I I've got a relatively small memory card on my camera, so I had a I took a USB stick with me to just you know transfer them over, mm-hmm. and I so I logged on I was using the computer at the hotel and uh, did my stuff took it over and I looked and on the desktop like other tourists had just dropped their photos on there to do something similar. Tell me you copied them. Just I just picked up the files, dropped onto the USB. <laughs> and just, I was like and and. <laughs> And the thing is, when when we were there, we tried to go and see the Taj Mahal, but um, we got into Agra on the Thursday night, and we were leaving on Friday, which is fucking shut on Friday, so we didn't get to see it. And you can't go into the compound because it's, it's all like you know hidden from like high walls, so you literally cannot see it at all, um, apart from if you go over the river. So when I got home. I was looking through these other photos. And I they, went to, the they went to the Taj Mahal. I was like, brilliant. <laughs> I've got a pick. You know, yeah, yeah. didn't even have to pay the 800 rupees or whatever it was to get in to see it. Um, so, yeah, you know, so it's kind of like... And then, and then from then on, every time I went to a computer, you know, I had a little look. Just see, check see, the trash. See if I could see if there's any uh, <laughs> uh, images I wanted to pick up. <laughs> so, yeah. So let that be a lesson to you, uh, listeners, if you're out there and you leaving uh, photographs in internet cafes that so- someone will get them. Yeah. Well, that, yeah, but y- if you do that... That would be fascinating, actually, just to interview people at internet cafes and see what's been left behind on desktops and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But and all sorts of shit, because they do... Like, you're booking flights, they're booking hotels, they're, <laughs> you know, printing stuff out. And it's all just... People just, just leaving their fucking credit card the, yeah, details. left on the desktop, like a fucking... Um, you know, a, an itinerary of a booking hotel. So, okay, I'll just print that out and take it along and claim I'm them. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah I'm booking in, please. You know, it's, uh, yeah, really, very strange. But 
but yeah, no, it was good. Good, lots to do in the city. So, yeah. so what now? Well, what what do you mean in terms of holidays or just take your pick, whatever? Uh, well, well, talk about something. This podcast. Let's yeah, go. All right. Well, obviously <laughs> now I'm got to go back to work and uh, get over that. So I think I, I'll take me a week to readjust to boring old life again. But um, I don't really have many other plans for the year because I've used up most of my holiday now, <laughs> and it's only like February, so I can't I can't go away too. Time to knuckle down. I probably won't go away again. So I'm thinking, uh, you know, maybe try and like you have 2010 as the the year of uh, what should we say? Hard work or you know effective time. Stop boozing. Stop boozing. Not booze on head, obviously, apart from next weekend. Yeah. Or uh, the weekend after, or the weekend after that, probably. Well, not. Uh, let's just take weekends out of it. All right. Okay. Just so stop boozing during the week. No booze during the week. And apart uh, from when I've got to meet Jack tomorrow. <laughs> well, hard, and Monday nights you can exclude. Yeah, okay, and then like because that's Tues- basically Tuesdays, the weekend. Champions League, so I'll probably go to the pub and watch the uh, game there. So that's a couple of pints. Everybody so knows that midweek Wednesday. Yeah, drink. yeah, Wednesday. You know, when you, when you're in the middle of the week between the weekend, you, you probably just need a pint to get through it. Yeah. So uh, Friday nights you go out half the time anyway. So I'm, I'm I'll rule out Thursdays. Well, don't forget Thursday is like Friday anyway. Well, yeah, Thursday it's Friday, Friday tomorrow. Night, so yeah. you might as well just. You've only got one day to get through if you go to work yeah. on a hangover. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I'm pretty much not giving up drinking then. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, it is bad, though. It's bad news. I think cut down. I think what? Cut we, down, yeah. We, cut down, not out. Cut down, yeah, not out. Moderation. Because before Christmas, we sort of said, right, you know, we, we, we knew we were going away, so we wanted to save a little bit of money, and obviously we had to pay for Christmas and that sort of stuff. So we um, said, right, we'd, we'll only drink when we go out. And we won't ever drink at home because when we're at home, we don't actually need to, you know, yeah, okay, it's nice every now and again to have some beers or some wine or something. But so we, if we just say no, and then we can actually just spend the money because going out is expensive, but then you, the trade off is you get to spend time, you know, with your friends and yeah. whatever. So I said I'd rather just have, you know, spend a bit more money for going out and save it on the end. But yeah. Going out, staying in? Yeah, going out, staying in. Oh, I've got your present, but I've left it in the other room. Shall I pause the recording or oh, shall I just be doing good. filler? I'm just doing filler now. So, listeners, yeah, this is uh, Owen here. Um, oh, well, Matt's out. Watch my videos on YouTube. Um, YouTube.com forward slash ONRM or ORM1982 for my video blog. You can see my attempt at doing a sober diary on there. That's what I did. Oh, uh, did you? Yeah, I, s- I did a couple of videos of me just, you know, making a record of wh- whether I drunk or didn't drink. Yeah. And so, yeah, nine days in, you can see the failure. Epic fail vid. Did you uh, shed a tear when you failed? Did you f- did you feel like you let yourself down? It's just yeah, it's just sad, isn't it? Like, it's just alcohol. You know, why can't you just like not yeah. have it? Yeah. Yeah. Um. Seem like a bit of a failure, really, especially in a social situation. Why can't you just socialise without alcohol? Well, I sometimes, you know, when on the occasions when I, it's usually because I'm driving. Uh, driving is a good excuse because you can't drink. Driving is a good excuse. So, I've done so that you, a couple of times. If you don't want to, you're not feeling like you want to have a drink, and then say, okay, well, I'll drive, and then you can't anyway, even if you get there and fancy one, which is the kind of the 
the the issue. But yeah. I've always had quite a good night. Like when we, when we go to parties and stuff, I tend to find it's easier to drive because then we can stay later. Um, Member things. Yeah, and if you have to get a note because we live relatively far away, you and you have to get a train home. It always like just eats into your time, and I just sort of think, well, fuck it, I'll drive and we leave when we want. And other yeah. people can be t- uh, other people can be twats and. I like driving other people home as well. Yeah, yeah, I think it's nice because you know you do you do a good turn, then your mates can have a good time and you know designated yeah. driver. Anyway, yeah, I got you obviously, you know, being a man of the films, got you some Bollywoods. Oh, you you're too kind. And I uh, awesome. I, I they were hand now hand picked. Uh, I, I was advised on a, a couple of them, um, right? Because they they said they were they were good. Classic movie. I didn't want to just get you like a shit one. You know, I wanted to get you like like vintage ones. Oh wow! So um, that looks like a Blu-ray. I know. I know. If I'd not, I didn't know you had a Blu-ray player because they had Blu-ray ones out there. I would have just got you got you Blu-ray. I didn't know you had. You, that one does look like a Blu-ray though. It's not. I don't. It, it's um. It's why it's why RF DVD. Whatever that is, I don't know. But I got your selection because this, this actually. I think I've seen some of this with Pandula. Oh, have you? Yeah, because I recognise that guy. It's well, I think uh, the. Bunty and Babley. Apparently, it's quite good. Yeah, well, yeah. Um, and Guru is a classic, apparently. Yeah. Okay. Well. And the, uh, this other one in the the little slip, I, it's um, it's pretty much Gajini. Uh, Memento, basically. Yeah, I can but see they, the tattoos. They oh, re- amazing! Um, it's kind of like a Hindi remake, and apparently, it's really good. It's a different story. This guy was saying. He said, but it's 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 good, and it's not. Because I can Bollywoods have the um, reputation of being a little bit slapsticky, but yeah. apparently it's quite a serious sort of film. Awesome. Um, but that's only a VCD though. I couldn't get that on DVD. I think oh, VCD, fucking classic. Vintage. I mean, I know you love a format. Yeah, so. I, lo- I love I love invalid <laughs> formats as well, like shit that's just redundant now. <laughs> you know. But yeah, I hope the subtitles on. VCD actually. The other ones say that there is, but I, the VCD doesn't declare it. So if not, you just have to watch it in Hindi. Yeah, I, I don't mind watching. I've watched I watch foreign films all the time uh, yeah. without subtitles. Because the thing is, you d- you don't need to learn understand the dialogue because most of the time, if you're a competent filmmaker, you can actually just tell a story visual with just storytelling. Yeah, right? well, visual and sound, but yeah. like just not necessarily. With the language, do you know what I mean? Because it's intonation. Yeah, yeah. You the only thing about subtitles is that y- it draws your attention away from the image. Yeah. So you're you're pretty much you could just read a script. Do you know what I mean? It's only in the sections where, um, you yeah, know, there's there's no. I used to get really bothered about that and have to rewind stuff and and read it. Yeah. But now I just skim it. Because if it's good, I'll probably watch it again anyway, and I'll pick up what I missed. But like, it's actually about reading what the f- you know reading the visuals yeah um but yeah I, I mean i remember in in you know japan when i went to japan with with yoan to shoot uh a student film we did for uni and um we sp- we c- just couldn't sleep because you know sleeping patterns were fucked yeah, yeah we just spent so much time just watching japanese television yeah. just like without and it just seemed to just you know we just weren't bothered at all. Just washed over you the fact that you didn't understand the language. You were yeah. just still. I mean, we were still entertained by everything. Yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah. You know, <laughs> I mean, Japanese TV is pretty uh, extreme. You know, 
but it was yeah it was hilarious and i i i always seem to when i go away with work to europe i always seem to manage to find the channel that's showing like die hard in german or something <laughs> i've watched die hard <laughs> in so many different languages yeah and it, it yeah. it's weird seeing something you're so familiar with dubbed yeah and then and you almost know what they're saying. It's kind of, I imagine it's probably a fairly good way of learning another language is if you're... Just watch the films. Just watch the film if that you know yeah. in another language because then you can kind of say, okay, you can kind of pick it up, start picking up the actual words and phrases and things because it's, um, yeah. Language, eh? It's crazy because we, I didn't speak, I, I didn't even look up any Hindi before I went. And uh, when we got there, you know, pretty much you always get by with English because you know enough people speak it. Yeah. But you can you kind of just feel fucking ignorant. You know, you still even though, um, you know, we're pr I don't think the Brits are the worst offenders in the world, but I think we're pretty poor. At we just assume we we just take on the guilt. Yeah, yeah, and I, I remember saying to people, I said, you know, we we just we I I, I would kind of justify it by saying, no, we're not very good at learning languages. You know, we're just not very. It's not our brains aren't kind of you lazy away. fuck. And I was like, actually, do you know what? It, it's that's bullshit because if I wanted to learn another language, I could just do it. And you know, if I dedicated my time mm. and my my intelligent intellect towards it, I could do it. But I just would rather do something else. Yeah, and that's just, just talk louder. Total fucking ignorance. Just talk louder. That's the classic. Isn't <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, it was kind of strange. But there was lots of um like international. Oh, the tourists there as well. I mean, loads of sort of French and sort of Dutch and German, American, Canadian. And uh, they all spoke English as well. Like, obviously, obviously American, Canadian's fine. But they yeah, they all used English as their other the language. Dutch, you know, we went, we had a cooking class down in the south and a Hindi w woman was teaching like southern Indian cooking mm -hmm. to um, Jen and I, so two, two Brits, um, two French Canadians who spoke French and didn't actually know that much English, weird enough. Uh, a, a French guy, two Dutch girls, and um, a German girl, and she spoke. She taught it in English. So, <laughs> so she, a Hindi woman, a Hindi woman is translating it into English in the first place to then tell us to all these people who are then translating it back into their own own language to write down a fucking recipe. Brilliant. And it was kind of just like where where this situation is just bizarre and you know it, how are you going to learn how to fucking cook man well, if you can't even do that you know and the problem was that, you know obviously things all have different names in different languages so she's yeah. saying oh it's this and then from our point from our point of view it wasn't so bad because we were just trying to interpret her pronunciation so yeah, once yeah. we got our head around that it was fine we knew what she was talking about but this French Canadian so guy is going to be lost French Canadian <laughs> got to interpret the pronunciation in English and then try and work out what it is uh, in French, so they they can then record the proper spice or the proper herb that we should. Be well, I, I I am interested to know whether like people who are sort of what's the words where you can speak more than one multilingual. Yeah, multilingual. Like, do they think in other languages? Well, yeah. I mean, I think if the the people that I I do think. Or Some do they, do they think in their, their first language yeah. and then translate I, it? I think that's the difference. That's the key between sort of uh, fluency and conversational like knowledge. Yeah. If, if, you're, if you begin to think in that language, then you're fluent because yeah. you know, you're actually always working with it. When, you have, when you're still in your head saying, actually, how do I say this sentence in German 
okay, it's like this, I know how to say it, but you yeah. have to do that conversion first. That's, I think, is when you're... you're and a, another one that, that would make, just bring it up another level is would you do maths in, like, your first language and then yeah. interpret the answer, uh, translate the answer? Into the number. Yeah. yeah, or or do you just do the maths with like that yeah. other language's numbers? Psi, psi plus psi, you know. Don't know. Six. <laughs> <laughs> or do you work out three plus three for six, which means it's einsi jive vierten sis set sieben sieben set we I get confused with I always German and French is just yeah set we nerf dies I think is um French so it's einsi jive vierten and then I go Zex. Then I go set feet nerf D. So I do, I do seven nerf numbers this. in German and then I go I do, do the last one in French. It's easier that way. Elf, Zwelf. Yeah. Um, yeah. But the, and also the strange thing is like um, Hindi is written in Hindi, which is sort of um, more like symbols. Yeah. But it's also written in English. So. Um, yeah. for, for example, Namaste is like a generic Why bother? greeting. So. Namaste is like written. You can write it in Hindi, which is you know more like um, symbols, or they write it as N A M A S T E, Namaste. So that it's kind of like f- more phonetically written, I guess. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, you are speaking the language, but you're actually learning it in another. Yeah, well, that, that, that must be like kind of preparing people for English. I suppose it's saying to us, like, Japanese you, do that as well. Do they? Well, they must do because the thing is, we don't know that. It, You'd have to learn the alpha, the new alphabet, yeah. and I, I suppose if you learn it, if you learn a language from just a speaking point of perspective, um, then you don't know how it looks to be written down. So you know, but so it's just a conversion of Namaste, the sounds of the word Namaste, into our alphabet. So if you were then to convert it into a Japanese alphabet or a Mandarin alphabet, it would be the same, the same issue. I, I like Japanese is is a hard one. Oh, it's correct, but it's like I—I I mean, I don't know. Uh, Konnichiwa is pretty much the yeah. only thing I know, but I understand it's. But it's I, I can remember complex. when we went there. The girl we went with, actually, you know what we were saying about the masculine, feminine, and all yeah, that. Yeah. yeah. There's all kinds of uh, like intonation and sort of like you'd speak diff- right, right. Like for everything, people. right? And she, th- she'd actually, when we had this actress there who was like a young girl, she'd actually forgotten because she'd been in England so long. She forgot how to speak Japanese to a person of a uh, younger person. Yeah, <laughs> and I was like, how can you forget your first language? Right? <laughs> but but you have to like. She was talking to this girl like she was talking to her mum. Right. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. yeah, I know. I, I've heard that you, that you you have to address the person you're talking to in a different way depending on their kind of like society status. Because when my brother went to Japan for like um, work, he's, a, he's an academic, so he's a doctor. Uh, he gets treated as a, a, as a wise man or a, a sensei. So yeah, he gets yeah, addressed yeah. in a totally different way to, you know, another, uh, to a businessman, even though the businessman might be, you know, of. of quite incredible wealth yeah but because his uh lifestyle is in business and making money whereas andrews is in you know academia and research they're treated in you know entirely different um ways it's kind of crazy that you'd have to remember everything like how how do you judge someone yeah, yeah. it's like judging a book where you've got, you've got to make the assumption that they're this type of person or, or do you do you open the conversation with a question like 
you know, tell me, mate, what, what's your job? How do I address you? you yeah. Know, you, but in, you call me sensei, you <laughs> motherfucker. In in when I in spoke Japanese. to Indian people, they would say, "What like, what's your profession?" Like, and that'd be quite a, 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 a an early an early question. Yeah. So I, I think they they have a similar. Um, I think the Hindus call it the caste system, where they have four tiers of um, human humanity. I guess so. They yeah. they have the lowest tier is untouchables, and um, untouchables basically mean they do not talk to them because they're the the, the bottom. Did you ever did, were you ever tempted then to lie about your profession to sort of get them to talk to you differently? <laughs> well, it, funnily enough, it, 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 not actually. I'm an astronaut. Not, not as explicit as that, but in a way you do because it becomes so difficult to explain what you actually do because you say uh, they say what do you do and i say well i work for a um medical journal <laughs> and they're like so what? you're a doctor <laughs> yeah so you're a doctor no i like you know i kind of edit oh so you're a writer and you're like well no i kind of just you know, just so said you're a fucking writer, I, but in the end i just said i i just said yeah i'm a doctor <laughs> 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 i was just like you know you uh, should have said to them listen I am a presenter for Oscar Wants a Sausage yeah, podcast. Well, yeah, that yeah, would have been know. so much... R- they would have gone, oh, you're Matt Henderson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or are you Iron Marshall? Which one are you? Big in India. Yeah. Just go, yeah, I'm Matt Henderson. Yeah. Oscar Wants... Did you tell anyone about Oscar Wants Sausage in No, India? I didn't. You didn't? You... Fuck. I, uh, no, I didn't, actually. I, 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 in hindsight, I should have got... Uh, I had quite a long conversation with a, an Indian man on a ferry, and it, he, he would have been perfect to get him to do... <laughs> um, my name is uh, Govind. <laughs> when I'm oh. not, when I'm not, uh, work, he he worked for um, a bank, but he was just he was going to retire from the bank and go and work for Ambit. You know the the networking, uh, the American networking company. Yeah. And he was telling me he wanted to know if I'd ever heard of it and if it was bigger in the UK because I think he's anticipating it being his um, golden ticket, as it were, and he's going to make a lot of money from it. Yeah. Um, I'd never heard of it. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, I know the name, but I don't really know what they do or ever had anything to do with them. But he would have been a good one because he he then got he wanted my email address because I think he basically wants me to send him football shirts or something. <laughs> um, and then he gave me his mobile number, um, and I was like, thanks. Like, when am I ever going to? Ri- what am I going to ring you about? Next time you go travelling, I'm going to make up some business cards with just Oscar wants sausage dot com. Well, because you could drop them into like you know restaurants and stuff where they have those sort of. Um, Collection pops. We've got, we got to get, we got to get this show on the yeah, road. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, we, 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 what we have to do is, you know, when we finally start submitting any sort of short films to festivals, just you know, drop a little, uh, little advert on the front <laughs> or something yeah. like that. By the way, uh, Oscar wants sausage. Show, you know, if you want to hear about the behind the scenes aspects of this, what's going on? And more, and and much, much more. So Matt, wh- when when do you think we'll be back? Because uh, you know, we 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 had like a two three month break last time. We so had, we had some dark we've had some dark patches, haven't we? Uh, I think we we'll be back. We should we we trying to get back onto a, a decent a regular more regular schedule. I mean, I I, I was thinking about this today. I don't even know what number we're on now. Like it's twenty something. Like twenty something. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't. Know. I mean, I guess we'll um, work that out. And uh, I I remember. When your mate uh, Woogie came on, you know, he said we. W- I said, "What's the number, f- uh, Roman numeral for fifty, wasn't it?" Yeah. And he said, "You're never going to get to 50. Well, I want to prove him wrong now. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Perhaps what we should do is just start releasing one-minute podcasts. Yeah. Microcasts. Yeah. We just go. All right. All right. Oscar Sausage. On. Yeah. That See was Oscar Sausage. Uh, episode thirty done. Yeah. 
All right, welcome to episode <laughs> 31. Yeah, well, we done. can do two now. We'll just start the show off saying it. Uh, what we should do is start the show saying this is episode 23, end the show, well, that was episode 24, and then hopefully in the you know, you know the time that's transpired that they listen to the show, that you know the listeners would have forgotten yeah. what we said in the first place, so we can get away with it. Do you know what the 50 is in Roman numerals? Uh, it's, uh, is it just XXXX? No, 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 it's L. L. Yeah. Right, okay. And then 100C, and then 1,000 is M. All right, we're not getting to M. Well, you never know. I mean, we've got we've got a long. I long can see us getting to that L. I reckon we'll get to the L. Yeah, I think you know we we, we yeah definitely. I think we, I, we, we maybe even get to the C. I mean, if we there's enough interest in there, if there's enough demand for the sausage, there's no reason why this this couldn't. Even if there isn't demand for the sausage, I mean, let's face it, there there isn't really. Well, not anymore. I think the problem that y- you have to build and capitalize on your audience, and by having these sort of extended breaks, we, we kind of tend to uh, alienate our audience by going away for so long. And then when we come back, we've lost that kind of core base because, um, you know, they're now disinterested or something. I don't know. Like iTunes is that when you subscribe to a show, if you don't listen to it for six weeks, it unsubscribes you because it assumes you're no longer interested in it. So what, what we have to do is kind of get those subscriptions and then provide regular content so it, it updates and then they've got a new one to watch because if we if just from a length of time we haven't produced anything it will then unsubscribe them okay well no you know our poor listeners out there are desperate for content and well we're listen we're back we're back with the sausage cast and we're gonna know? have some guests on soon yeah we we know we do still know some people guest? our last guest was probably um the bullet. yeah maybe Morlin Morlin Patel um don't know but you know we got some we got some other people who want to come on so you know we should really um, get some people and then yeah. we can discuss some stuff. Yeah, with them. Yeah, we'll do it. We'll be back. Well, that was uh, episode whatever twenty something. That was the Valentine's Day special. That was the va- Oscar wants a sausage in the shape of a heart with an arrow through it. We are we 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 romantics. We really are. I got Jan a Nintendo DS game. Nice. nice. You know, so there you go. And Matt got me some DVDs. So I'm going to watch them. Maybe give you a little review. Maybe I won't. Don't know. No, I still haven't watched that gay sci-fi movie that you got me. Well, I think that's something we have to do together, isn't it, really? Uh, yeah. Maybe when uh, the girls are away, we can man up. Man up and watch a time-traveling watch gay movie. Watch Socket. Socket. Oh, no, yeah. It's more like the, the gay Matrix. Yeah, 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 yeah. They, they, they plug in. <laughs> it's not a porno though, so you know it's a, it's a serious cipher. Actually, the BFI are doing the gay and lesbian season. We've always promised ourselves well, that's that where we were I got it watch from. a gay because it, it's obviously around your birthday, isn't it? All um, oh, right, so yeah. I, I bought it for you for your birthday last year, so it must be coming up in March time, I guess. We should totally go to the gay gay and les film fest. Yeah, yeah. My um, um, I don't know whether I shouldn't say that actually. What's that? Right, sorry, uh, someone I know who's gay is introducing um, a, a screening of milk. Yeah, oh right. been asked to come and so introduce. You can't say that on here. Well, I, I it's not, it's not really uh, for me to. Fair enough. Discuss, but their, someone's uh, presenting milk. Yeah. Oh, that's pretty. They've been asked cool. to come in and um, introduce it because they're having a special, oh, can we sc- go? special screening. Yeah, I, I, we could do. Yeah, I mean, it's in it's in Wimbledon. Oh uh, wow! But um, I'm not sure why the screening is going on, um, but 
You know, they, they've been asked to come down and introduce it. So, yeah, I'll, I'll find out the dates. I, I'm not sure what, what date it is, but... In, in in other news, um, check out Sasquatch Cinema on Facebook because that's still going on. Yeah. Uh, we've got some movies. You have to... I don't have the dates in my brain, so you'll have to check out Sasquatch Cinema on Facebook because there's a screening of... Um, next month, we'll be doing... Um, uh, uh, in Bruges, oh, okay, and the the guy who made it, we're going to be showing his short film before it, uh-huh. and we're also going to be having one of the only screenings in London of um, do you know Nine Inch Nails? Yeah, yeah the yeah. band. Yeah, yeah. yeah. the fans made like some kind of concert tour movie thing yeah. documentary, and it yeah it's it it didn't have a UK. Like it didn't have a London screening date, so Sasquatch Cinema is taking that on, and it's going to cool. be showing at the um, the Shortwave Cinema in Bermondsey. So check it out, uh, Sasquatch Cinema for the dates. Just Google it. Yeah, no, it's good. I, I like Nine Shows. I saw them at the A2 like on their last because they've allegedly retired from live performing now, and it was their last performance in London. Um, and I went, I got tickets. I managed to get some tickets for that. I know it's awesome. I saw. I've seen them twice. I saw them at Reading. I think it might be thirteenth of of March, March maybe. March thirteenth. Yeah, uh, and then I think when when's St Patrick's Day? It's seventeenth. Uh, I think it might be around St Patrick's Day. We'll be showing in Bruges, mm-hmm. and then there's going to be some like Irish music and stuff. So cool. Check it out, Sasquatch Cinema. You know it makes sense. Well, anyway, I think we should probably wrap this up. Uh-huh. So Oscar wants sausage. Valentine's special. I've been Owen Marshall. He's been Matt Henderson. And yeah, we're back. We get get frightened. Ricky Gervais, we're after your spot on iTunes. Yeah. All right. I also listened to another quite funny podcast this week. Right. But I'm not going to promote them. Right. Okay. Because there's only one podcast you should be subscribing to. And if you're listening to this, you probably already are subscribed. So thanks. But tell your friends about us. Yeah. And your dog. Send us a fucking email. Yeah, for God's sake. Oscar wants sausage at gmail.com. Or Do Facebook it. or whatever. We're, we're there. Do it. Just Google it. There's no one else with that bloody name. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. We're out. See ya. Bye.